Welcome to Think Wedding Business, the podcast where we interview leading wedding entrepreneurs and find out what makes them a success in the industry. With me, Howard Wing. And me, Adam Wing. Whether you're a florist or a photographer, a cake maker, videographer, new to the industry or just looking for some inspiration, then this is the place to be. So without further ado, let's get into today's episode. Today's guest is probably the most in-demand business DJ that I've ever known. The legend that is Mr. Andy Murphy. In my mindset, what I tend to do is make a film, and if that film isn't up on social media the next day before that couple have left the venue, I don't think it's worth putting up. Is that where you get most of your inquiries from then? Just don't be a dick. Hey, be sure you stick around because we're only getting warmed up. Just hoisting the skirt up, the pee right there and then in front of me. Well, good afternoon. Today's guest is uh, is a very good friend of mine. It's so great to have him here to share what he knows about the wedding industry. Now, this man is probably the most in-demand wedding DJ uh, in the UK. And I know he does weddings abroad as well, but he always seems to have his, uh, his book completely filled. Probably the busiest DJ that I've ever known, and we're gonna find out how he does it. So, without further ado, it's great to introduce the legend that is Mr. Andy Murphy. Hello there, how are you? Oh, award-winning wedding DJ, uh, Andy Multi-award-winning. Yeah. Multi-award-winning. That, that yeah. I won't read your website blurb word for word, but it's something along those lines. Yes, it is. How you doing, mate? I'm very well, and uh, thank you for asking me along. That's all right. Well, you, the reason you're here is because you are Possibly one of the best networkers, I think, that I've ever known in the wedding industry. Would you say the same? I would agree, yeah, yeah. Massively. Um, um, like, especially in the Northwest, and like literally everybody, your most well known and well liked, I would say, DJ. Well liked. Um, yeah, yeah, well liked too. Yeah. <laughs> nice to know. I, I, I nice like to hear him. that. I like him. That, there's going to be uh, a bit more banter because Andy is a good mate of mine, so. <laughs> <laughs> He's worried about the edit, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, don't don't leave me loads to edit. Anyway, um, you've you've built this brilliant career as a wedding DJ, but also as Howard said, the networking side of things. Like, we, we, there's loads loads of stuff to go into about how you've, and I know you you're big on awards as well, so we've got loads to chat about. Um, but I, like, how how many years have you been doing it now? A professional wedding DJ. Um, about 14 years, 14. but I've been in and out of DJing since I left school. So the, the obvious basic question to start off with is, is how, how it all came about, how you got into weddings. By pure accident. Um, well, t- to get into DJing was, was by pure accident because I was in my local pub and they're the DJ. And the, the landlord of the pub knew I enjoyed music, knew I'd, I dabbled with, you know, uh, um, DJing at home sort of thing. Mm. And the DJ let them down uh, in the pub and all the gear was there. And he said, Murph, you like a bit of music, don't you? And I was like, uh, okay, yeah. And he said, jump up there and DJ. And then from that, it turned into quiz nights and karaoke and the usual kind of thing. And then weddings kind of came out came out of that, really. And I jumped into weddings and never looked back. Well, just, you do corporate stuff as well. I don't do many corporate gigs because only because I kind of market myself as, as a wedding DJ, but uh, I do the odd corporate uh-huh. event, maybe two or three a year, but yeah, not as much as I'd like to because corporate events. Are well, why weddings then? Because you market yourself as a wedding DJ, so that's conscious choice to not do. <clears throat> um, I think weddings are just more fun and you see people at their best. People are dressed yeah, at the yeah. best, they act at the best and it's yeah. a family reunion, it's old mates together. 
so you always get a, a great atmosphere at a wedding rather than a corporate event which is quite rushed everything seems to be squeezed yeah, into I two think the hours. same happened with with me and probably with Adam like we you start off doing other things and then you fall into a wedding and you're on the wedding and you're like wow this is this is where I want to be no, yeah, every, right. every, yeah. everybody's up for a good time yeah you know if it's a good crowd and if you can't have fun at a wedding, you know, something wrong, isn't there? So there's usually, generally a good atmosphere, you know. And Same it, with you, because you started with your film coming out with me doing hotels. Hotels, And when yeah. you did the wedding, you were like, and I'm I, home, you know. I found commercial clients are a lot more demanding in terms, like from video, it was it was 100%. more boring because I was filming hotel rooms on my own. So there wasn't, I wasn't filming people, which I love to do now, like yeah. getting in with the crowd and stuff. Um, and then obviously the editing, it was, oh, yeah, that's great, but can we change this? Can we do this? Can you put my logo on it? And there was a lot of back and forth, which is to be expected. Wedding clients, as soon as you send them whatever, they're like, oh, my God, it's amazing. We love it. And that, that's it done. So like you say, you just get the people at the very best. Yeah. And, I think I think part of your, the happiest. your uh, chat there about wedding films is wedding films have changed massively yeah. in the past 10, 15 years. Oh, yeah. I mean, my wedding film is nine hours long. <laughs> Yeah, honestly, God. No, no. And my wife will sit there and watch it, and six <laughs> hours of it is just her auntie's doing that. <laughs> the, the camera's locked off on the tripod, and it's just her aunt's doing that dancing for six hours. Oh, yeah. yeah, she yeah. watches it all the time. I can't even. Was there any, um, just sticking on the business side of it, was there any like inspirations when you started out? Is there anyone you looked at and went, I want to do what they're doing? I always wanted to be a radio DJ like a radio presenter, but that was just so hard to get into. So, uh -huh. um, you've got a bright face for it as well. Yeah, I've got Definitely. a beautiful face for radio. Yeah. But I used to love listening to you know, Steve Wright and those sort of people. But in that, weddings? No, in wedding worlds. Um, no, for me, the inspiration came from, was venues. There was loads of venues that I'd never been in. And I thought to myself, I'm never going to get in those venues unless I'm doing a wedding there. And I had quite a, a long list of venues that I wanted to do once I did them. I was kind of chuffed. Like the Hilton Manchester was was a venue I've always wanted to do. Uh -huh. And I ended up doing 11 nights there um, over Christmas, which kind of rinsed cool, the whole yeah. idea of, yeah, it, it burned it out a tiny bit. But, Move the goalposts though, right? Yeah. Like every time. But there's loads of venues in Man Like Great John Street was a hotel in Manchester that I uh -huh. always wanted to do because it was quite exclusive and, you know, it was quite a private hotel and ended up doing residency there for, for two years. So We've all got the bucket list. I've got one of them. Like get venues on a work yeah. at. You got one of them. Yeah, I, I did. Downton Abbey's on a high cliff. Yeah, that's on mine. You know, I've done a lot of the ones that I've wanted to work at. Um, it's interesting when Andy was saying before, you know, about his marketing of what he does, and he and a lot of wedding professionals do think oh, things just happen, but they don't realise things that they've done to to get them where they are. Well, so we're going to pull it back a little creating bit. Creating that list of venues. Yeah, and going, even doing I want stuff to, like I want that. to target these. And yeah. I targeted them and I got in there and I, and I did yeah. events there and I'm dead happy. Um, so, I've still so, got one that I haven't done, which... Where is it? Grant, is it Grantley Hall? Grantley Hall. Yeah, yeah, yeah nice. I've seen that on, on socials. It yeah. looks incredible. Lucy Wright's helped, like, done... She was saying that she's done some consulting there. Have you have you done there yet? No, I've not, no, I've not no, worked well, there. James no. is getting married there, one of our James uh, industry getting married friends. There. He's oh, right, getting okay. married yeah. there next year, yeah. this year. So we are, um, we're going to try, try and pull it back always to like, the business side, the marketing. Okay. So when you decided, right, they're the venues I want to do, I want to get into weddings... Can you remember anything that you did in those early days to start start sort of generating those inquiries for those venues? Um, not really. I suppose just putting images on your website and, and kind of 
hashtags on Instagram. I know that sounds dead simple, but that's just the way I kind of approach it. You know, you, you like what they do. And um, if you do a, a, a gig at the venue, just don't be a dick. And just, you know, that's probably stealing someone else's uh, line, hasn't <laughs> it? But just be as nice as you can when you're there. Don't cause any problems. And that way, they'll want to use you more and work mm-hmm. with you more. If you turn up and you can set up without being instructed where to go, what time to do it, I think venues appreciate that, and it just makes just, like, just be easy to work with. I think I that's think so, always yeah. the key, isn't it? Yeah. But what did you do? What What did you do to get those first gigs in those? Anything specific? Specific. Did you drop them an email? Did you get on the phone with them and say, "Hi, I'm a DJ. I want to get some work." Or? Dropped quite a lot of emails um, and befriended a lot of people who were connected to the venues and kind of got in that way. Um, if, if I had an image of the venue, I'd, I'd share that on social media. Um, tag him in. Was, tag him in. Was, was social media around at the early days, like Instagram? Wow. <laughs> it was. Yeah, 20 think, years ago. Yeah, no, I think 15 years ago. It was, it Just was, say, because Instagram was starting going. 10 years going, old or something. Yeah, so. but it was Facebook, wasn't it, at the time? Yeah. When I first started, your main portal call was your website, which, to be honest with you, I've kind of not looked at my website for six or seven years. I looked at it yesterday just to do research and did you? do my well, homework. Well, funny you mention that because there's a picture on my website of me and I did a wedding a couple of weeks ago and, and the bride's mother came up and she went, oh, you've put a bit of weight on. <laughs> I was like, all oh, right, brutal. yeah, nice to meet yeah. you. Here's a tip, guys. Brutal. Make sure your website is always up to date. Because I remember this years ago about seeing a, a, another singer's website and I looked at this site, oh, this guy looks great. And he looked, you know, a young lad. And when I met him, he was about 30 years old. I was like... Are you the same person? I personally think at the minute, um, Instagram is where people will look for anything. You know, be it, be it a wedding DJ, a builder for their house, they'll start on Instagram. And then if you've got a website, they'll just use the website as a kind of a, a reference, really. But well, think- we were saying this on the last episode with Lucy. No matter where people have, because most of it comes through Instagram at the minute. I think but so. But they might have heard about you elsewhere and they've just used Instagram as the search engine. It's not that they found you on Instagram. They might have been recommended, but then of course the default is to search mm. on Instagram. It's a validation it used, tool as well, isn't it? It used to be search on Google. Now it's search on Instagram. Yeah. Do, you, do you guys have on your uh, contact form, like at the bottom, where did you hear about me? Do you, yeah, do you, I do. Yeah. What, what, but a lot of the time it's insane Instagram. Instagram now, yeah. yeah. Same as? Yeah. I, is, I use I that as a follow on question for when I right. get an inquiry, just to kind of open up a bit of chat. So, I, so I, hopefully I, always, I use that so I can get a reply from them. Mm. Yeah, um, always always reply to an inquiry with questions so that they're compelled to then reply to well, that. And, back yeah, to your original right. question about how I did it years ago, it, it was a bit more kind of knocking on doors, if you like, you know, going into venues yeah. and asking them, did they have this and did they have that? Would they be interested? Which I wasn't a big fan of doing, but yeah, you had to do it. Well, it worked, though, didn't it? Yeah. It's like, yeah. It's what you have. You when you've come into the industry, it was, socials was, it was there. It was already there to use. When I was started, probably similar to yeah. 17, 18 years ago, I used to drive to the venues. I used to take my CDs and my brochures and say, oh, hi, I'm just dropping in. My name's Howard. Da, da, da. Used to do it all the time, yeah. Go in, um, knock on doors, but, ask for the venue manager and just try and... Be beauty now. You don't have to do that if you don't if you don't want to. I still think that was a brilliant thing to do. Was but, there any, like, standout moments that you went, that you did something and went, oh, wow, it's blowing up. That worked massive. And I think it was one of the first times I approached a Great John Street Hotel to ask them, could I use it for a networking thing, a venue? And they said yes, and they were quite excited that, because they were only starting out doing weddings as well, because it was quite a corporate hotel. And they agreed right. to let me have the room, and that's when the whole networking started. And that kind of, for me, once I got that gig, and they saw who was at that networking event, there was only uh, 
I was there, man. Yeah, that was the very only, first I think one. Only twelve great. people at it. Nine, twelve people. Oh, that was fantastic. But the people in that room were quite big hitters. I mean, you know, Howard was there. Yeah. Uh, there was other people there. I won't mention. <laughs> but the, and that kind of yeah, but so made the hotel go wow. This is this guy kind of knows something. Or, I think I've seen pictures of the early ones that you did. Yeah. And those early people that were at it, the you know. You and Johnny and yeah, there was Johnny, there was Paul, there was Gav. They're now it was like the people that uh, the you know the gold standard. When I was coming into it, these were the top guys that, and they all kind of came from your little clique of networking things that you did. Yeah. So you you basically assembled the Avengers, is what you say. Pretty saying. much so. Yeah, yeah. Uh, sold the franchise, and here I am. Yeah. Um, this is what Andy really excels yes, in is yeah. the networking side of it. Um, probably not a bad time to shoe well, that to shoehorn that. What, in, when really. yeah yeah, let's get into that. How. You said you said there that you went to Great John Street with this first networking thing. Like, what made yeah? Made why you why, to why do... did you do that? I know there's obviously more reasons. There's, there's behind two, it, there's but... two kind of reasons. One of the reasons is I do like socialising. Um, a, lot, a lot of my friends are in the construction world, so when I go for a drink with them, you know, they're talking about bricks and drainage, and I'm talking about weddings, and it's not a very interesting conversation. But so I like to socialise with like-minded business types. So at least you can yeah. you can bounce off them and get ideas. Um, the, other, the thing we started at Great John Street was to try and further my career. Uh, I'm not going to lie to you, you know, it was invite all these people to Great John Street. We can all have a bit, a bit of a catch up and tag each other on Facebook and Instagram in the early days. And hopefully that would have got yeah. me more work, which it, it did. Networking, it? But yeah. you consciously went, there's no networking things. I'm going to come up with my own. Yeah. And it was a very small one. It was only nine of us. Um, so cool. I just want to try and get my name out there. And I'd, I'd only known you a year or two I think before that and uh, Paul Gard was there Draper uh, Jeff Wood and a few caterers and it literally was just let's have a drink together because every time we finish a gig we always say oh we'll have a drink and we'll mm. have a catch and it never you happens never, you never do it do never you? happens yeah. and I thought well let's make it happen then that just snowballed into yeah, so after that first one did you just go oh let's do this again another, next year yeah and I put a few feelers out and people said oh can we come to, I heard you were out with such and such yeah. can we come can we come can we come then the, the next one we had was a big sit down meal for 120 people at the Bella Pop. Bella, that was my first one. Was it your first one? Yeah. And that was a great night because we had a meal uh, and then we had music. We had Ellie Sachs and a DJ and it was good. It, was good it has become now. the go-to event in the wedding well, industry. Yeah, in North, just for the context it? for everyone <laughs> listening and watching. Nowadays, to fast forward, to, my, that Bella Pop was my first one back in 17, 18, whatever, in 2023. Now it's literally yeah. like all year. Oh God. And especially when you get to the back end of wedding season, everyone that I meet is like, oh, the, the Christmas party's coming up and it's known as the Andy Murphy do and it's it's a big annual event. And Christ, they were it's, good. Our, it's our Christmas party. Yeah, they were good. I'm not just saying that because it's me that organised, but and they were you, good. Hundreds of people coming to yeah. them and everyone talks about it and therefore everyone's talking about you because you're the one that's orchestrated it. It's very clever the way you've done it because it's not like it's a networking event or a business event. It's, it's, a, it's a totally relaxed party with yeah. your pals, but they're all wedding professionals who all kind of recommend each other. It's like all those people that come to your party, if they get asked for a DJ, you're in the mind all the time because mm. you do the big events. Everybody knows you. It's a trust you're, thing as well. Everyone trusts each other. Everyone knows each other's capabilities. And as you said there, the word DJ is mentioned. They almost think me straight away, which is good. If they hear singer, your name will be used. You know, it's just names you can trust in a big pot and yeah. there's no but, hidden agenda. Yeah, but I think it's because you've arranged <clears> these <throat> things and everyone loves them and appreciates them so much. If someone said to me, do you know a wedding DJ, Andy Murphy, mm. first name on my lips because... You're in people's minds because you because of what you do. It's, it's not so. just because we work together and I know you. It's because 
I know you that well because of all this stuff you've done. And I think for a lot of people as well, it'll be like, oh, Andy's so great for the industry. I want to give back. I want to recommend him. But you were all friends at that event, though. eh? Everybody seems like the friends, which is... And you say it's a true beauty of it. It's the way that the events are run because they're so casual and it's not like a networking where you turn up with business cards and everyone's dead formal. And I think there's a no business card rule, isn't there? Yeah. We, we, did have, we, we had a complete no business year. card rule. And because, everyone, because everyone chats and just has a good time, and you, as soon as you arrive, you're like, oh, this is just a load of mates getting it's, drunk. That's what it is. So then you yeah. you do, that, that's where the trust comes in, because you just, you, with the people that you meet, you realise that they're not like-minded people and you can have a laugh together. And then if you're having a laugh together, then of course you're going to recommend them. So I, I, like work, I, liked, I liked hanging out with him, yeah. so I'm sure I'll like working with him. I think somebody always... asked me at the start years ago, he was actually who actually came into the industry, he got an invite for Andy's do. He messaged me separately and said, Do I need to bring my business cards yeah. and do I need to like talk about my so presentation? What... I was like, No. What, what it is, is literally is the... a piss up with mates. That's all it is. Have you have you ever had a go at anyone for trying to be one year, a lady did complain that there wasn't enough networking at it and the, there wasn't any business cards and she the music was too loud that she couldn't have a conversation with. Oh, so she, which, which, she turned up hoping to be yeah, able to I mean, actually each, network. Each networking event we do, there is a certain percentage of people who come to it who are quite new to the industry. Mm. I think they do actually come to it thinking, right, I'll go I want here. to meet people. Which, which is great. Fair enough, yeah. But they're still coming and meeting people, but not in the way they thought. And the meeting, you know, people have a drink and they let the guard down. It's just, it's it's not a networking event. It's, it's a piss up. Yeah, it's becoming known in the industry with other, other people. Mm. It's selling yourself without selling yourself. And yeah. it's, a bit, it's a bit like when I meet my clients and you probably do the same. You're not, you're not trying to sell what you do. You're just talking about the wedding. That's I think just being in the room with them other suppliers is enough selling point, if you like. Yeah, you course, know, yeah. You were at the gig last night, right? You're the video guy. Yeah. Amazing. You're in the... You're in the group sort of thing. Yeah. And you get not, curious, not, don't you? Who, who's that guy? Oh, I'm going to have yeah. a chat to him, see what he does. You, you they know, are quite, like I mean, they're open, aren't they? You just invite everyone. Oh, we we get a know. group on Facebook and we get professional pictures done and you can all see each other and all the pictures are tagged and you can all start well, following each other. Just attend, I, I, when I started attending them, you invite, you got me into the first one and I came. How that was, was a good like, one. I one of my favourites. You need, need to get yeah, on this. But the amount of people I've met at those events that have become real good friends mm. that now get me work as well, which is added bonus. Like it's been huge just to, for anyone that's listening as a supplier, whether they're new or not, just to attend these things. Oh, imagine all the, the messages you're going to get now. Can I come on your event? It's not a problem. The more the merrier. I mean, just, I, I, just attending them is great for business. Yeah. But you've gone next level and hosted them, which your network's huge. You've got hundreds of people that know about you. Well, we've got another one coming up next week, and hopefully you boys will be there next Wednesday. Of course, you're going to be there. I'd, I'd like which to, is the yeah. most laid-back one there. out of all of them. It, there's no music, there's no band. There. It's just people on a terrace in Manchester in the afternoon, which is changes the whole dynamic. Dangerous. Yeah. Few drinks, few chats. Drink. Afternoon it's session. And it is, 12, it's, that's 12 all it is. It's, it's not a book launch. It's not selling anything. It's just people sat around from a like-minded business world, sharing stories, having a bit of crack, letting the, maybe letting the guard down as well, because we're all a bit stuck. It's brilliant what you do. And it's, it's obviously because we're all in the Northwest and it's based around Manchester normally, but there's a lot of other areas in the UK that I've been to. And I know Damien at the Twitter has said this, everyone in the Northwest all seems to be really like pally and, and know each other more so than any other regions. And it's, I think that's solely down to you. I do because Damien said to me, "He said the the Northwest 
of any region that they do the awards at every year, the Northwest always seem to get on the best as an as a community. Um, and it's and we embrace the awards in the Northwest. I mean, if you go to any Northwest, the Wedding Industry Awards Northwest parties or yeah. the the um, awards night, they are louder. People cheer more and. Yeah, exactly. but I think back we, each other, even we all know each other yeah. so well because we see each other every year at this do that you're in. I remember going to the one recently at, um, was it Crowwood? Crow, Crowwood. Yeah, mm. and all the videographers who were up for an award were stood next to each other with their arms around each Cheering other. You each know, it's just, yeah. That's just madness. You never see Secretly that hoping that yeah, hoping no one else win. gets it. Yeah. <laughs> I think we're lucky, aren't we, up here? We've, I we've think got so. such a great... Great crew of suppliers. Yeah, but I do think it's because of these parties that every year that we all are so yeah, pallid together. I think it's a big part of it, yeah. Definitely. See, when we went to London for the wedding awards in London, and as they're announcing yeah, the no. different areas, you could tell a mile away where the Northwest people were. Yeah. They were screaming <laughs> yeah. in the corner, whereas... Maybe it's just like a northern kind of... Uh, I think it's, yeah, yeah, but you know, you think of all bit, the different but, regions around the UK, yeah. and we just stand out, don't we? Yeah, um, yeah. I think everyone not is to alienate mates. other people in the No, UK. not at all. No, not, not at, at all. all. But, but Southwest, we like, love you. You know, I think we just got to be fine. Hopefully, we? there'll be someone listening that will go. Do you know what? That my region needs something like that. I'll I'll arrange it, and if it starts something else, then that's yeah. great. Definitely. Do you, is there any like negatives that have come about from doing it? There's obviously a lot of responsibility because people now expect it every year. The, the oh, only I hope negative, he's, I hope he's doing it. And the, the only negative the that comes from it is the pressure of the next one because the next one has to be as good or if not better and that's always a worry of mine but I wouldn't say it's a negative it's just me being a bit of a perfectionist really a perfectionist I'm, try, I'm trying to dig because I know that there's been times where people haven't been invited and seen their arse a little bit and yes people have seen, that, seen, that that, seen the backside um, because it's not for everybody and as I said people come to it thinking there's going to be a load of Sony cameras on the table we're going to walk through and work out how yeah. to use these cameras and there's going to be a stationary corner. It's not, it's, yeah, it's not a workshop, is it? No, when people see their ass that they've, they've maybe traveled and come to it and then walk in and it's just people getting, getting drunk. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. That's yeah. <laughs> it's just the best networking event ever. We've talked about it's this just, loads. The wedding industry, that is the way to market yourself. That is the network. way to market yourself. It's not like, I mean, I don't know. I, I might, you know, the, everybody hates the, hates the fact or, the, or they hate the feeling of, of being sold to. Nail you know, on the head, nail on the head. So that is just... Yeah, so don't. They don't, they don't realise, if they're expecting to, to tout themselves or give cards out, they don't realise the power that your events have because it is so laid back. There's nothing silly about it. But if they get in that room and go and have a banter with everybody and have a crack, they're going to get to know those people, then they'll become part of that network. Yeah, and so they will get the recommendations. It, just let it happen because yeah. it will. Trust, trust that it'll yeah, work. Exactly. Because um, he thinks it's just done differently than normal. We had a few uh, videographers at the last one who've just started out and they were dead nervous and like, oh, we're not sure whether we should come. Mm. And I saw them walking in and they're walking in like this and they just sat in the corner. An hour later, they're on top of someone's shoulders yeah. <laughs> doing yeah. shots. And it's just. Yeah, but what a great way to get yourself in and yeah. meet people. and Yeah. That's the whole idea of it. It's just Because then next time someone will be like, oh, that, that guy, like, they'll look at each other up on Instagram and all of a sudden you're getting recommended because it's like, oh, he was the. We had a great, a great laugh last week. Yeah. 
and there's always a story, isn't there? And oh, then the stories get talked oh, about, oh, and you, you kind of become right. famous within the circles. <laughs> I mean, yeah. this isn't this isn't helpful as an well, educational business There's a couple of stories with Adam what's happening at the networking events. We can't even go into that on this podcast. Oh wow! <laughs> it's not it's not helpful as an educational business podcast. But is there any like the correct is there answer. any cool stories that we can dish the dirt on? Um, spill that's the, spill the, the tea events. that don't involve myself. No, right, there's one where there was a photographer who was found in the toilet bench pressing everybody who came in. <laughs> and, and that was a female photographer and she just lifted. Oh, I know who that oh is. Oh my God. And there's pictures out there. But I might have even that, been bench pressed no myself names, at one point. No names. Apart from that, it's normally good, clean fun, really, most of the time. I don't think there's any massive dramas come out of it that no, we're allowed you know to talk the, about. The last you know what? How many stories do I know from things that have happened at the well, do you? Well, see, I don't see them because I'm kind of front of house. <laughs> they're good fun. There's never any, like, like bad stuff. We'll chat about they're that just, later. They're just I'm, fun stories. I'm intrigued. Um, so, I just want to ask about the network, sorry, the sort of marketing side of things. So, obviously, when you started out, you're approaching venues, you got in there, you've created your awesome networking event, which is brilliant. Is that where you get most of your inquiries from then? Do yeah. you think it's from recommendations from the people that you've created, from the network that you've created doing these events? Is that where most of your bookings come or give me a bit of insight? I think it's a mixture of um, the networking events obviously has, has gained a lot of people's trust in me and, and they trust me to do a good job and then they, they see what I do and maybe they pass my name on. A lot of it as well is from venues. Um, I'm quite good at having a good relationship with a venue and they'll put me on their recommended suppliers list. Um, I do a lot of videos on my Instagram, which is yeah, frowned, you're good on, frowned, you're good on frowned upon sometimes by other videographers, which I get the point of that. But what I did years ago was, was ask loads of videographers to take a few clips of me and then send it to me. And they never do because... I'm not the priority. Yeah, well, the priority yeah. is the couple. I'm guilty of that because you just you just. Why would you? Why would you? Nice, like yeah. you know, I say, people, too, I say to people, just message me anytime and chase me if I don't get back to you because and it's I did easy that. to forget. And it never worked. Yeah. And I totally get it. So I started to make my own little videos, try to keep them short and sweet, and and um, just because as a videographer, I want to drill this point in. So you're you're making videos on your social media like reels and stuff, just reels off yeah. your own phone and yeah. doing your own off your own backs. Yeah. And videographers are getting upset about it. Uh, sometimes, yeah, I've, I've heard I a few. I just don't words, agree yeah. with that. Like, I, I get it, and I do feel guilty sometimes. So, yeah, I don't but it's not fair. We don't have a, a monopoly as a videographer. We don't have a monopoly on like, oh, that's my wedding. You can't share video. That would be like a photographer getting upset because Howard posted a picture off his phone. Like, yeah, it's, it's not really fair, good. is it? It's not yeah. fair. I get it, but it's, it's... And you're going to rub people wrong. Do you, do you not think, oh, I'm not... Like, What's that I don't want to work if, with that if, idiot If again. there's a professional videographer on the wedding, I won't really do much of a film. thing is, I've known this, you're not being successful enough if you're not pissing anybody off. I like that. That's, yeah, but just yeah. do your own thing. Like, Because obviously, I'm guessing that the, the issue they've got is you're going to put that on social media the next day and it might dilute the kind of reaction from their professional video that will come weeks later. In my mindset, what I tend to do is make a film. And if that film isn't up on social media the next day before that couple have left the venue, I don't th think it's worth putting up. That's mm. only in my head. Because I think they get up in the morning, everyone's a bit hungover, yeah. they're having breakfast, and then boom, they get this thing on Instagram. Oh. And, and that's that must more be great. That's, more a great engagement. business thing to do, though, because people, they will, they'll react to it, and they've still got all their guests waking mm. up the next morning. Yeah. So whilst they're all still together, look at this. My DJ's yeah. done. So in my head, if, no I don't, if I don't put that up the next day, I'll, I'll, not, yeah. I'll not put up anywhere. I think, I, think you're, I think that is it. I, I still think 
And that's if why you've not put it up for a few days, I won't, I'd still do that. Mm. But I think that speed is key. The longer you leave it, the less impact it's going to have. I understand maybe. videographers don't, and photographers don't really supply next day edits of the wedding. They can. Which, I mean, I, I do sometimes. And if, if I've you know been proactive enough, it's... So I don't think it's the video itself which annoys some videographers. I think it's this, the fact that I put it up so quickly. Quick, yeah. But if I don't do it the next morning, I won't this do it. I mean, that's me being weird. Yeah. From okay. a defensive photographer videographer viewpoint they're like they're thinking it's gonna if they've done that the next day and everyone's liking and commenting on that like when i put mine up in a couple of weeks it's not gonna have the same impact well but i, I just think that's the wrong attitude i, do. I, the, the, I also think it, the, the, they should see that and think wow that's got loads of engagement i can't wait to get mine up yeah because i might get the Plus same the comparison from know? from my oh, it's nothing. 32 yeah, second yeah, yeah. crappy it's iphone thing it's, it's a different to their, yeah, I, I, do. Do. I, I do. I do it. I do it every day. I always thing. put a little video up, and like I say, I try and get it out the next day, the day after. I did it from Saturdays when I think I put a video up either Sunday night or Monday morning. Three inquiries the same day, mm, and people at that wedding because because the bride and groom share it around. You've and got to promote yourself somehow. Exactly, um, and it's it's you know all's fair. Enough. And that's what well, Instagram, think, Instagram is you, about is is videos and images. If and, you get upset about it, it's not going to like you know alienating you and saying no I don't and making you feel like I don't want to do it because I don't want to upset the videographer that's going to do more harm to the videographer than just just not being bothered about it because yeah. you're just annoying people <laughs> like, you're not going to work, want to work with them are you you're not you're not going to no, recommend well, that videographer who's giving you a bit of shit about something are you not really that's why you're, always, you're going back to don't be a dick don't be yeah, a dick let, let, let yeah. people do their thing yeah. what, what's it, any and concern also, of you, you know? as a photographer or videographer why don't they pull their finger out and get some up the next morning if they're, if they're that bothered. Well, I know the answer to that one is because <clears throat> I rock up at six o'clock, seven o'clock where they've been there all day and the last No, I, get, I mean, I'm guilty. I don't yeah. I don't post anything the next day because I'm knackered the next day and, I, you know, I just want to chill out and, mm. and back up all the footage and, you know. But I think that's the main gripe is the fact that I put it up so quickly, but that's just... But it works. It gets you bookings. Like I said, if, if they're sat over breakfast and they're having breakfast the next day, and there's a video of them, yeah, it's yeah, a good it's, tip. It's, it's, it's a good it's, tip it's, for any. They all, they all share it, and they're all passing it round. The videos where it's at now, reels and stuff. I mean, that, works, every, that, that works for every supplier. Got to be doing yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Reels is is so important. Well, it is at the minute until Instagram changes its mind. I, this is a segue, but I saw <clears> for the first time the other day a wedding content creator. So a. a a wedding that I'd seen on Instagram of, um, I don't know, the photographer had posted something and um, the the bride had shared a reel from there and they'd hired a wedding content creator. So wow. it's not a photographer, it's not a videographer. They oh, had wow. both of those. Wow. And they also had a third person who was just doing reels all day on the phone. And it wow. was, and so I looked this Instagram profile up and this person is offering content creation on your day. So they'll turn up and they'll make X amount of reels and little video clips and, and they post it to and, your account and as pictures you. and then they give you all that content afterwards so that you can then post wow so it's for, you know for people that are influencers and people that are like instagram and like social media it creates a load of content from the wedding that they can then share what a great little separate side industry but i'm just like oh is that going to become a thing that's scary like I don't it think it is sense. scary. It makes sense. I, I just think it's an extra. Yeah. Yeah. For those it's, people who really quite, want, no, want quite to quite show it, yeah. off the wedding, those showy type of couples. Yeah, because, like, you know, we're in a, getting into a generation now where everyone wants to post stuff on social media. Do you, so. do you ever see um, brides, well, you might see it more than Howard, brides at weddings with their with own the phone. phone? Yeah. Do you see that? Taking selfies. Oh, yeah, I do, I, yeah. I've had brides that have been posting on Instagram on their wedding day. 
And it's like... See, I never see that. It, it, it does away. annoy me a little bit. I, I think you should have a little bit of that, but, for, but I've, not too I, much. I did. I can think of one wedding in particular last year where um, the bride is big on Instagram mm. and has a following. And I remember I chatted to her about it and her followers, ex- they're, they're expecting, expecting it, you know, yeah. so she feels a, an obligation to, to share that for all her fans, if you will. Mm. Yeah. Um, so she was posting on the... And, I, and I, because of who the bride was, I made sure that I posted something because uh, I never do this as we've said but uh, the, that night when I got home I stayed up till two in the morning edited a little film and posted it the next morning and they were at breakfast and what did, a great idea but but because of her platform I knew that it would would blow up so it was the one time I did do it and it got <clears throat> I had about 40 inquiries within a week wow amazing because uh, it, it literally had about 60,000 views or something just because of who the bride was was she um, famous or Instagram famous, right. Instagram yeah. famous, okay. Yeah. Um, but that, I mean, that was massively beneficial. And yeah, I think I got about five or six bookings from those 40-odd inquiries. So Simple things. Worth doing. Worth Simple, yeah. Them little videos, yeah. honestly. People and the shorter they are sometimes, the better. You know, if it's just bang, bang, bang with a bit of information in there. A minute. Yeah, we know the power, the free advertising through Instagram and Facebook and doing the little videos and networking, get inquiries that way. But have you ever done any... Paid advertising, and it, and if you have, ha, do you mean on socials? Has it worked? Yeah, on social yeah, or, or any blogs, or any other magazines, anything think, like that. I think on Instagram, radio back in the day, <laughs> Instagram and Facebook. I, in the past, I've done the where you boost the post, but for me, that's just always been a numbers game. You you, mm. you pay forty fifty mm. quid to get it boosted, but all it gets you is more likes. It doesn't necessarily generate any more inquiries that's the way I saw it uh, so I, I don't do that anymore I don't boost don't boost them tag, if you tag the bride uh, tag the venue tag a few other guests Massive, which is another thing I do on the build up to a wedding is I'll get the bride's Instagram follow some of her mates and by the time you get Friend to the them, wedding yeah. oh you're the uh, DJ guy yeah, 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 and you, your yeah. mates then on the day I know a lot of I've said this to, to some you know <clears throat> like videographers that follow me and, and to some suppliers um, that have gone oh I don't want to I don't want to friend the bride. It's, I feel a bit creep. You know, we don't actually know her. I don't want to send her a friend request. I don't, I'd feel a bit like I wouldn't want to make, I wouldn't want her to think I'm being creepy. That's weird. But, but it's, <laughs> but if you, I mean, if they booked you for the wedding, the first thing I do is go and follow them on Instagram afterwards. Um, and I say this when they book and I send them the, you know, they've paid the, the deposit and all that. And I go, right, well, let's, um, here's my links, socials, follow, you know, and, and, you so you can follow what I'm doing. I'll follow you, and then I'll I'll catch up with you in a few months. Um, so I don't think it's. You I know. friend some of the friends as well. Yeah, yeah, but only after the wedding, never before, because that would. Because be then you can tag them all. But, well, the, but when it's after the wedding, the, the friends to know of them. the bride and groom might be a bit much before the wedding. No, before, I, yeah, no, only after. Sense. I only do after. before the wedding because yeah. if you watch their Instagram stories four or five weeks before the wedding, yeah, you can see the Hindus, yeah, the stag okay, yeah, 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 and you can I, hear the music they've been playing on the Hindus, and you can see the big inflatable things they've got on the Hindus. Makes sense for you to learn who they are musically. You, you can mention that maybe. on the day, and they've really got, how does he know that? And it, it's all a bit... Yeah, yeah I saw it on the Hindus. It's, it's, yeah. it's just a great tip, because I know I know there'll be people listening that will go, oh, I wouldn't... I always, I always felt weird about doing that, but well, the worst but, but it's a good just, tip. The yeah. worst they could do is just not follow you back. It's not, yeah. you know, it's not end of the world, like... And people do get a bit hung up with things, don't they? They get mm-hmm. worried about stuff. And you know what? Just do stuff. And if it doesn't work, don't do it again. You know, I always, I always think, <laughs> do stuff and apologise after. Yeah, 100%. You know? um, yeah, but, as, but that's as, not as weird, for though. It's not weird. Ask permission. Ask for forgiveness, not permission. Yeah, yeah, I don't think it's massively weird. I think it's just, 
as you said, if you're doing their wedding, you're going to see them and meet them on the and, day anyway. Um, so. yeah. Just going back to Instagram, you, not just tagging people in now, you can actually invite them as a collaborator. Oh, so I say this to my bride. Genius. Have you done yes, this? Yes. Invite the bride. I always say, I'll post, because she goes, oh, can I post this on Insta, the little video? And I'll go, well, tell you what, if you don't mind, I'll post it and I'll invite I'll invite you as a collaborator. So it, will you accept it and it'll go on your feed as normal. But it's also then yeah. I'm, I'm getting, so it comes up on her feed and on mine. On your mine, feed, it's brilliant. And all the comments and engagement and stuff is going on mine. I, th- I think I think it needs a bit more of description that because that is a that sounds the only, like, you know, it sounds quite you know, new. It's been it, around uh, for a while. And yeah, the only annoying thing and, about that is you can't do it after you've posted the video. So once you've posted know, the video, I know, it's so it's, annoying. It's really annoying. Oh, you have to do it while you're in the process of yeah, posting it. Yeah, and, and uh, so for you anyone, take a that, gamble of, of inviting the venue to be a collaborator. That's gold. Yeah, if the venue accept amazing, but they very rarely accept. Well, right, let's take a step back okay, and just so, explain this for, uh, the, for the benefit of the viewers and the listeners. For anyone that doesn't know about this feature on Instagram, you can when you're making a post or a reel or whatever, you can when it says add tags and you can tag all the suppliers, the couple. It'll there's another. Uh, tab to the right that says invite as collaborator or something Collab- like that, yeah along invite those lines. collaborator yeah so you do that and then you invite but you can only invite one person, one person as a yeah. collaborator so you could go venue and tag the venue because they'll love that but i i normally go for bride because i want all her friends to see it yeah um so you invite her as a collaborator and then if she but I, and then she accepts and then it will go to her wall but it will be when people see it on her, her wall, yeah, it'll have my name on it. That's right. And so... It's brilliant. It is really good. All of her friends... She, I mean, if the bride posted one of my videos, all her friends would see it great, but I wouldn't be able to see what all those comments are unless I went on the bride's wall and found yeah. it. And so did. it goes on yours and whoever you've invited. Yeah, as, yeah. So, so I want the all two, the engagement. It's like the two of you have posted it together. Yeah, so all the engagement's going to mine. Almost like a collaboration. <laughs> <laughs> So all the, all the engagement's going to my page as well, so it's easy for them to then see who I am and follow yeah. me. And da, da, da. I think this is one of the biggest takeaways from the this. The annoying this thing that Instagram's doing with it is that you can only have one collaborator mm. and um, you can't do it after the fact. That's You've got annoying. to do it as you're posting. So um, what the issue I have with it sometimes is if I try and do it and invite the bride as collaborator and they've not seen it within the first half an hour and then later on in the day, they're like, oh, I got... I, it just seems to... I don't know, like it fizzles out. I don't know if it's a temporary thing where if they've not accepted it within so long, it disappears. I've noticed that as well, yeah. Yeah, so I always text the bride and go, right, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to invite you as a collaborator. You need to accept it. Because not all the brides will know what that means anyway. Make sure you accept it and then it'll go on your wall. So they go, right, okay. So that them, and then I do it. I post it there and then, right, I've sent it. Please accept. Because otherwise, I, I, I don't know if it's a, a time-limited thing. Maybe, I've yeah. I've noticed that if, if I've tried to invite them and they've not got back to it all day, it just doesn't happen mm. for some reason. Instagram can be a bit funny like that. And yeah. they would accept that, wouldn't they? Because they want people to see the wedding. Yeah. But, plus, if you say you posted a video and you didn't collaborate with somebody, you just posted it, and then you thought, actually, I'm going to invite someone to be on that, and then deleted the video and then put it back up and invited a collaborator. Mm. Apparently, Instagram knows you're doing that, doesn't like it, and brings your numbers down. Oh, is that correct? Doesn't push yeah. it as much. Like. It doesn't push it as much because it, it yeah. knows to do it at the start. Because it knows it's the same video. Yeah. Which is so. I mean, Instagram is just. Well, the algorithm's getting so sophisticated. Oh my word! And, well, yeah. yeah, the algorithm now suggests if you make a comment on someone's picture, and it's less than four words, you're not going to get anywhere with it. Yeah. So when people just fire like a, a quick smiley emoji, yeah, it's to get yeah. rid of that, which yeah. is understandable. Then you've got a 
think of four well, superlatives. What all people the time. say with Instagram now is is this this it's not just engaging, liking, and posting a little like it's quality engagement. So yeah. actually commenting with something substantial rather than just going yeah fire emoji. Amazing, yeah. yeah. Which I'm a gu- I'm guilty of doing. That <laughs> Which we're all guilty because yeah. and the reason we, we do it is because it's easy and you're just yeah. trying to like comment on as many things as possible. I'll just give that person an emoji. I like that one. But it's not the same as now, actually quality re- yeah, commenting now, and replying. They're also saying um, a minimum or a maximum thing is, yeah, maximum of four hashtags. Whereas at, the, in, at the bottom of your post. Yeah, back yeah, in the day, yeah, I, would hashtag, you do like, yeah. I would hashtag greenhouse, sky, just anything. And, <laughs> you know, hashtag day. Yeah. Hashtag. <laughs> I used to hashtag hashtag. Happy, hashtag but apparently now wedding. it's four. Is the magic kind of number? Is but that right? Changing all the time, isn't it? I tell you what, there's, there's two really good takeaways from it. It's definitely inviting collaborators and, and definitely you, 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 only four hashtags. Your hashtags need to I mean, I always used to put wedding DJ, DJ. It's got to be relevant to UK the UK wedding DJ. Apparently, it doesn't like them. It needs need something more unique, okay. like, I don't know, wedding DJ inspo or rustic yeah. wedding see, DJ or see, something. See, to some, this will be like old news because it's not a brand new feature but no. I'm not great on Instagram so uh, that's the limit of my kind of well, I, advice and tips because we do all sorts don't we which all come together yeah, um, yeah. I'm going to take a little break now Adam um, but when we come back I definitely want to talk about the awards because that's where yeah. me and Andy first met you're saying this and, like we're going to an ad break and, and you're the, actually going to tee it up uh, and the importance of the awards and I know Andy's a big so anyway, here's the news where you are <laughs> right so um me and Adam, and certainly me, I've always been a big advocate of going in for wedding awards. Mm. And we, in particular we, as well. we, yeah, we favour the TWIA, which is the Wedding Industry Awards. It's a great, it's a great for me. It's the most unbiased. Um, all your brides and grooms have to vote for you. And it's a great thing, and we know it's great for marketing. It's great for business because it gives you that little badge of honour, if you like, and gives you yeah. gives you potential bookers confidence that you you're a professional, you're good at what you do. And you've been in it ever since you came into the wedding yep. world. I always said, get in the awards. Andy's been doing it for a long time as well, the TWIA, and he most, won it eight times. Most decorated winner, did The most say? decorated am, winner in the wedding industry. I would say I'm the most decorated, yeah. I, I was like a dog with a bone, and I wouldn't give up until I won the national. So I won eight Northwest. You win the, your region, yeah. Northwest, whichever, and so then you entered eight into Eight times, and then won the, the national, which was one of the proudest moments. Of yeah. my career, I would say, yeah, because it is—it's—it's it's one of the best awards. The way it's structured, the way the judges uh, judge you and, and pick up on what you do. They look at your website, they look at your ethos, they look at yeah. um, everything. And the, the judges are other wedding DJs, and professionals, other wedding and DJs. Stuff, so yeah. it's yeah. that affirmation amongst your peers as well, isn't it? I suppose. Some of the biggest mm. DJs in the country, some DJs who I've looked up to, yeah, are voting for you and and judging, mm. which is brilliant. How has it? How has it benefited your business? What? Well, what, what are the pluses before with going that, in the before awards? that even? Why, like, wh- when, what made you enter in the first place? Why? I was at um, Bartle Hall in Preston, uh-huh. and I was near, early. Near me, so I was am, um, and on the uh, desk at the front, it just said, "We have just won the Wedding Industry Award Venue of the Year." Got talking to the girls. Okay. What's, what's all this about? Mm. I know what's this. It's that. Googled it, and I thought, "Give it a crack." I'll have some of that, and I'm, I'm so glad I entered it because it's it's changed my. Did you win that first year? Um, no, because I was it? with you, I think, wasn't I? Or did, did I it was win that the second year? 
you know what? I region. Did, I did. I won the regionals. You won the region. Because that's when we went to London. That's when I first met you. That's correct. Um, in the foyer of the hotel where the awards were. I'll never, yes. I'll never forget Bloomsbury Ballrooms. That's it. Yeah. 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 I never forget that moment. I said, are you Howard Wing? And he went, are you Andy Murphy? And that was it. Yeah. <laughs> Something like that. We've been but good yeah, pals ever since. We met there. Do you want, do you want me to leave? <laughs> There's another story, but we can't say yeah. that. Say that and, so I, never on, back. How's I never it, looked back. How's it benefited? How's, how's it benefited in, in your business? Like, oh my word! The, what well, areas? It's, it's brand awareness, name awareness. You know, because once you're involved with them, you go into a directory of mm. wedding suppliers, which a lot of people do believe in. The That's traffic, good for SEO, that yeah, as well. The traffic they get for their website is is phenomenal as well. Um, just the recognition. It's almost it's, well, it is a badge of honour, and it's a stamp of approval. You know, if, if a bride and groom go on your website or your Instagram and they see your name associated with the Wedding Industry Awards, it can only do good for your business. You know, mm. it, it's the networking side of it. So you go to the regionals and you go to the nationals, especially the nationals. Some of the people you meet there, yeah. you'd never meet them in any other walk of life, really. We were saying this off air and it, it um, ties into the last episode with Lucy um, because if you win the national especially, not so much the region, but the national, all of a sudden, I've not won the national, but I know people that have and planners come out of every everywhere and and ask to work with you once you've won the it, wedding planners must look at the national winners and go right they're obviously they've won yeah. out of everyone they're the best we'll we'll, we'll it was like Leanne Perrins with with me so one of the decisions for her own wedding she booked all the winners the national wow. winners for her wedding the photographer oh so the bride booked the, every winner yeah, for well, every... she booked the video he was one of the judges actually she booked me Photo- yeah, yeah, pretty. That's what she kind of used. <laughs> that's brilliant. <laughs> it's like, well, she just had faith straight away yeah. that they're going to be very good at what they do. Well, one of the other things I loved about the Weather Industry Awards was the feedback you get. So when couples vote for you, they have to fill out like a comments section. That is the one. And you know, sometimes you can see websites and it'll have what our what our clients say about me and blah blah, and they're all very generic, aren't they? Whereas quite the, often, some of them can be false yeah. as well. So. But the feedback ones on the Wedding Industry Awards, they're always very heartfelt. And you can almost tell which couple it was from what they say in their mm. comments. You know, I remember yeah. that wedding, I remember that, blah, mm. blah, blah. So, yeah, all around. And you can use that, testimonials. and All over my website, yeah. yeah. All over But also, website. it's lovely yeah. to sit and read it them It is, all. yeah. So, the key Have benefits then, networking, the testimonials you get, the badge of honour on your website... Um, you, you you go into the, the director. Yeah. Do you think yeah. do you think it's got your bookings? I know over the 100%. years. Hundred percent. Oh um, yeah. Repeat winning and stuff. Once you've won it, is it? You know, did it help to then re-enter and keep winning it? And yeah, like I said, I kept going for it until I won the nationals, and then when you win the national, you automatically become a judge. So now, from standing at the reception, I don't think you automatically become a judge. Oh, do you know? Oh, you, oh, you, don't think so. No, not if it's automatic. But right, okay. Well, you've been chosen as a judge. Yeah. So you... from from standing at Bartle Hall, thinking, "Oh, wonder what that award is," to now being a judge, judge it's it. just it's yeah, it's crazy, it's brilliant. Man. It is something it really to be proud of. I, I'm curious about this. As what is there any difference between? So obviously you can say you've won it, and that looks great. And yeah. To brides, but um, then being a judge, is that any? Does that change anything or? I don't think you get as much of, kudos, maybe because clients aren't really impressed. Because it's not like, oh, I've won this award now. It's it's now I'm a I'm a I'm a judge, and you, well, you can still share yeah. that badge and say I've been selected as a if judge. You, if you visit my website, there is no way you ain't going to see that I've won an award. It's everywhere. Yeah, yeah. And being a judge, I think, is not really for for, for clients. I think other wedding suppliers would kind of go, oh, you're a, a wedding yeah. industry award judge. But so not so much clients. So, but it's still all over my website that I've won it. Um, 
eight times. I, I think the judge bit works, to be honest. I think I, I definitely think more with suppliers because obviously level you can above, say, I've won it and I'm a judge. Mm. And then so yeah. for suppliers, it's like, oh, well, if they're the judges, then it's definitely want to be yeah. in their network. Because who thing. do you want to hire? Do you want to hire the student or the teacher? Yeah, Ooh, yeah, yeah. Interesting. <laughs> the, plus listen the, as we know the awards the events are amazing and it's just like a big networking event bit yeah, like, just, but just to up at the same time even the regional events um, they're great the, the people who organise it um, Damien and um, Anna and his wife, Anna wife yeah they put on a hell of a show you know there's, there's DJs on there's a band on they have food it's free drink as you walk in it's just a huge event and it's brilliant and fair play to them they do a great job they do and yeah. it, it sometimes it gets a bit poo-pooed by some well they can industry be controversial, peers and they, controversial we'll, we'll always Listen, stick you, up for you, them because they can, are great for you business you can talk about that to your blue in the face there's, there's always going to be people who, who don't like awards which is fine I think but, you always need to look at the positive in everything I think you know work, there's yeah. so many more positives in fact, yeah. there's no and negatives if, in going in there's all. no need to knock anyone for doing them because it's a marketing strategy at the end of the day whether you agree with it or not you don't have to get upset that someone else is doing yeah, it. Yeah, it's not for you, it's for the people that might want to book me. Just off know. the top of my head, I think last year's, the way the industry was, only because I'm a judge, I, I, I noted this number somewhere. I think all the categories combined received something like 225,000 votes, which, you know what I mean? That, that's yeah. ridiculous. For our little industry. Yeah, it's massive, for our little it? tiny little wedding industry, I think that's a massive amount of people. Yeah, it's fantastic. And if, if that's website traffic, Instagram traffic, and you're only getting... 1% of that, it's, it's got to be a, a winner, isn't it? Yeah. It's a good thing. So, enter awards, guys. Yeah, do it. Why They're not? Always Why wouldn't you? What, what have you got to lose? Um, so, Where we are. For anyone who wants to get into the wedding industry as a DJ or, or you know, just from a business point of view, anyone starting out, what's, is the one thing that you would advise for someone with all your experience, whether oh, it's, God. you know, obviously networking awards or it can be something we've not talked about. Is there a one thing that you would do I would say try and get into a few groups on Facebook. There's loads of groups on Facebook, Mobile DJ Network, which is a group of about 30,000 DJs. Jump in there, ask a few questions about equipment, um, maybe try and get yourselves on a guest list for a networking event or just start following other people in the wedding world and, and asking questions and yeah. just be passionate about it, really. Um, don't. I think the wedding industry as well, you have to go into it full time, I think. Um, to really make it work I think so I mean if, you, if you're working Monday to Friday 9 to 5 and then you're doing weddings at the week you're just going to burn yourself out yeah you have to probably start that way though don't you I think so, you'll yeah. have a lot of burnt out yeah, work there's got to be a period of financial reliance on your job oh, yeah and that's building. a big leap mm. I know you you let from being a, was it a teacher well to, I mean I, yeah, I was lucky in that sense because I we were still living at home and I didn't have much yeah. outgoings and stuff so I could rather than getting a job I just went into this and just stayed at home an extra year or two. Mm -hmm. You've got to enjoy it as well. But for someone who's, you know, in the 40s with two kids and a mortgage yep. and has a decent job but wants to do weddings, that that's that's a different... Yeah. yeah. I can imagine it's really hard, you know. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a tough but thing you, to but do. But like you time. say, you've got to be enjoying it because you're not going to commit the amount of extra hours after your day job unless you're actually really invested in one feel it. more than a job doesn't it it's, you have to enjoy it you have to want to, enjoy to do it, it I mean, enough yeah. what's what's your average like if you're doing a wedding how yeah. many hours are you doing at a wedding it's got to be 12 hours 13 hours is it at a wedding yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so that's a long day. 10 to 12 plus travel yeah normally and the edit and, everything. and the edit so, as well which yeah. is a couple of days isn't it a couple hours just yeah if you just replying, think it's a job you're not going to enjoy it are you if you just um, think it's a job it's not no i spend all my free time 
and I actually liked like if I've got when when the missus goes out and Eva goes out and, and I've got the house to myself for the day I'm like oh do some work because <laughs> I'm weird and so I, I, but it's, you're not weird you're creative I think it's not yeah I'm like oh I'm gonna get stuck into doing I don't know work on my YouTube channel or something something that because yeah, yeah. that's when I've got free time that's what I want to be working on and I think you, that's the way yeah. that it becomes that's when it doesn't feel like work because you're enjoying it that much and that's where you can you can throw yourself well, into that's it. the other side of it is is obviously you, you go out and you film a wedding which takes you 12 hours then you've got to edit it which takes two for me days. yeah yeah then you've got the social media side of it that can yeah. take you know if you just put so that's full-time job yeah admin emails yeah there's, admin, there's... the admin side of it for you yeah. I mean, for me it's you know what time i've got to be there what's the first dance share a few songs with you there's there's different little shots bit, and, little yeah. bit. there's um, a lot of work there but it's more flexible isn't it but there's yeah, every it's not like you structure. You've got to go to different, work. But. With mine, it's more after the wedding. The work goes mm. in. Some suppliers like florists. It's all beforehand. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we all put out. I mean, it, it, you just don't really switch off, do you? You kind not of really, no. on hand all the time, replying to messages, whatever. So yeah, you got to enjoy it. You have to enjoy it, hundred percent. No, thank you, mate. Brilliant. Cheers. So, got a couple of questions to end on. Yes, we have. Let, uh, let, we've got to ask you about a story. We've got to ask you about a story, Andy. So, <laughs> yeah, have you yeah. got one standout, embarrassing, got, yeah, funny, an something, embarrassing thing something. that's happened at a wedding or a story that really stands out? Yeah, I have. Uh, go on then. <laughs> just, just one. We've got to try and well, keep it fairly that, clean. I can tell you loads, but they are a bit crass and uh, yeah not so you must see as a DJ late night. You must see all sorts. See all sorts, yeah. and, and people when they've had a drink are stupid sometimes and yeah. do mm. silly things and do things in front of people that they shouldn't be doing in front of people but I think that's just weddings in general but um, I remember a couple of years ago it was a wedding with you actually and a girl I've got like a DJ like a DJ booth <laughs> I know what you're going to say like a DJ booth it, it, it's like a barrier <laughs> to keep all the lunatics away from me but this girl came up to me one night and she goes uh, do you know where the toilets are and I says yeah I says go down to the bar if you make a left and it's right at the end of the corridor she goes oh no I'm not doing it and she just hoisted the skirt up, dropped the knickers and had a pee right there and then in oh, front of me. We are both stood there yeah. at this time, aren't but we? But as she read, she just looked at me directly in the eye as she was doing it. And <laughs> Intensely. She obviously had been drinking a lot because she retained a lot of fluid and she was there for ages. And I thought, all the electrics here, this place is going to go up. And it, she finished. Is um, it not a song that you could have played at that moment that related to that? <laughs> yeah. Oh my! She God. just stood up and walked away and didn't even say like, thanks. Something, something or, by wet, wet, wet. So, or, I don't know. Right. <laughs> she didn't apologise. She didn't. She just well, she kind of wobbled off. And that uh, is definitely one of our that, joint greatest best wedding moments. It was. Yes, yeah, it was. Brilliant. It was a fun wedding. That and the toilets were miles away. To be fair, we will tell you which wedding that was at. Oh well, uh, we'll let her off then. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so this the Next this is time. the question that we ask everybody nice that comes on um if you could swap trades swap professions within the wedding industry and do something else other than djing uh, and you were to just start again tomorrow in a different Ooh, blimey, what would you do what would you do yeah. and why i i always envy people like um well like yourself and gavin jones who can sing and get the attention of a, of a, a crowd and have them in the palm of your hand and so i think i might be a, a singer like in a, in a band like gavin yeah. with a front man Frontman, giving the beans and the tattoos and the, come on everybody and all that. Yeah, this is we we've talked about this before loads of times. The all the kind of love and affection that Howard gets because people are like 
vibing off of what he's doing and he finishes his set and everyone's like, oh my God, you're amazing. Mm. And I, I, because I don't get that. I, I don't get, get that. So I, I, maybe it's a similar thing. It's that craving of like all the, the, the love and attention yeah. and stuff. Or maybe being in the band as well. Maybe being able to play piano and be a frontman of a band, I think would be really cool. Yes. Very I've cool. always wanted to learn an instrument, but I just never had the time to do it. it was a bit it's good. I, my just, answer was just, DJ. His answer was DJ. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Wow. But then I told him all the, the stuff that goes into it, and he went, yeah. mm, I don't know anyway. I have also been talking <laughs> with the idea of, of doing a bit of video, but uh, I've noticed over the past six to eight months, I haven't got the patience. Like to do a, <laughs> a 30 second clip. Yeah, it takes a while. Winds yeah. me right. I don't know how you do <laughs> speeches and ceremonies and all that. I'd be pulling my hair out, but. Yeah, front yeah. man, front man. But, yeah, no, so, I just like the art of DJing. I'm interested in learning, but okay, it's not um, hard. Just, you know, what's it like dealing with the? Is it more good, more sort of nice interactions than than annoy, I, annoying drunk saying play my tune? I'm quite a simple bloke, and at a wedding, if you want to hear a song, I'd rather you come up to me and say, "Excuse me, do you have Mr. Brightside by the Killers?" And I'll go, "Yes," and they'll say, "Will you play it?" What I don't like is the guy who comes up and goes, "Hey, mate, you see him over there." He's my uncle, and he's just come all the way from Australia. He's been here for three weeks. Back in 1976, when we were kids, we used to go to this bit. I was like, just tell me the name of the song. Just tell me <laughs> yeah. the name of the song. No, 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 no. I'll tell you a minute. So over on this beach one day, we're walking down the list. I was like, just tell me the name of the song. Because yeah. I've only got three minutes. Um, but yeah, Lu Lucy had asked a question for the next guest, which she knew was you. Yeah. And um, it was, what is your, what would be your dream first dance song and last dance if you had the choice of the, of the music of me doing it uh, yeah. what would you use your yeah because I'm, dance I'm, I'm well dance. into music so I'm, I would like to know this answer pretty much 99% of all my weddings I now finish with Don't Look Back in Anger but a live version which is way better than the original and people always embrace it because mm. it's 12 o'clock at night 1 o'clock at night yeah, they're well, well greased up anyway but, um, and first it's different dance, to my way or Never forget or something. Not the most popular, but what would you choose? What, would to you do? what do you think is that is a killer? That is the best first dance song ever. Really hard question, uh, which I don't think I can answer. Um, probably something by the Smiths, because I did a wedding about ten years ago, and their first dance was Mank through and through, aren't you? Yeah. Well, their first dance was "There Is a Light That Never Goes Out," and one of the lines in that is uh, "If a double decker bus crashes into us, to yeah. die yeah, by yeah. your side." And I'm like, it's. Okay. I mean, it is a love song, and it's a great it's a love tune. Song, yeah. But it's uh, when you listen to the lyrics, it's probably an odd choice. Something by, first dance. Something by the Smiths would be nice. my choice, yeah. I think. I love that. Yeah. Ah, great, um, great Manchester band. Uh, it's a different answer for every DJ, depending on where they are around the country. Yeah. If, if, you, if you ask me that question tomorrow, I'll probably have a different answer tomorrow. <laughs> so at the end of the podcast, we always ask the guest if they have a question for the next guest. Which oh, go on. is a mystery because... We don't know who's on next. And we, I suppose because, but because you're I'm, not supposed to know. You're yeah. supposed to. Well, because I'm a DJ, I suppose it's got to be music related. So I'd probably ask them, what is the one song that makes them lose their mind at a wedding? The, the one song that makes them put their tie around the head and rip the shirt off and go for it. I yeah. Mean, yeah. What, what, nah, what yeah. would it be? See, is, is an extension to that question that I might ask. Is, is that professional? And would that supplier do... If Like for me, I'm still there in, in the evening when the music's on. Is it okay to jump on the dance floor and get involved? I think if they finish what they're doing, 100%. Yeah. I do it all That'd the time. professional. I'll, I'll play a song and... I like to have a little dance. I jump off the stage and I'll dance with, dance with the bride. I do it if I've finished it and I'm still around and it's going off on the dance floor. I will hear a tune. I really, that's my tune. I'm Listen, if you floor. if you like a song, you like a song. And if you need to dance to it, dance and to it. And you know what, Adam? It is. The bride loves that. Yeah. It's the extra it's level like, of personalness, yeah. I think. Yeah, cool. um, I know. Where, I know. Where, I know where you're coming from. Cool. It's like, but, do you have a bit? Do you have? Do you have a drink at a wedding? 
No. Never. Can't do it. One's not enough, ten's too many. So I don't see the point. So you're there to work, you're not there to... I have. Drink. I do have a pint in the during the meal. Yeah, Some, sometimes, yeah. yeah. I had a great tip once. Um, Pour the vodka in the can of orange. So just <laughs> drinking orange. No, it was a photographer and he said, if a guest offers you a beer, yeah. always accept it because as soon as you don't, there's that barrier of... You could say uh, politely, no, I'm all right, I'm working. And yeah. they go, all right, fair enough. But instantly it's created that separation. And whereas if you say yes, they'll like embrace you as one of their own. Ooh, like so, and I quite liked that. And it, you know what? There's a whole lot of truth It made in that, sense, yeah? yeah, because as soon as they think, all right, he's working, I won't bother him again. There's that little bit of kind Maybe of separation. Maybe you like that though. <laughs> yeah, no, but it's like for, for me, for, like creatively, I want to, Make to them be, feel really I want them to, yeah. yeah, I want them. I want to be in with them so that I can then work them a bit better and make them do like you know. I'd I buy can, that, yeah. You know, I yeah. can. I can use. What if they keep offering you beers? <laughs> <laughs> Would you have to hide? Them? But the, the better I can get in with the bridesmaids, groomsmen, guests, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can just get you know, I'll get bantering with them and be like, oh yeah, yeah, go and orchestrate this, and yeah. I can set things up. If without, you gain their trust, yeah, they'll, they'll be yeah. more. So I think there's something. I've, in it. I've done it before. They've got maybe a hip flask, and they're the lads. Yeah, draw a bit, mate. I'll oh, go on then. Don't worry, I don't like get that. drunk. Yeah. Like, <laughs> no. Unless I'm abroad, that's different. <laughs> uh, Andy Murphy, thank you so much. Mate, legend. It's been a pleasure, thanks lads. For thanks, for, thanks for inviting Where me Where can on. people find you? Um, AndyMurphyDJ.co.uk and on at. Instagram uh, at AndyMurphy. Be careful with this one, people, because Andy Murphy's got a clone. He lives in Australia. Uh, yeah, yeah. You quite often find a different Andy Murphy. But Instagram is <laughs> at... Andy underscore Murphy DJ because I was hacked recently as well. Only fans. Uh, Andy Murphy's. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I toyed with that idea? <laughs> and cut. <laughs> oh god. Nice guys, Cheers, uh, we really hope you enjoyed today's podcast. It's been a blast for us. It's great to have Andy on. Um, again, leave us a comment if you watch on YouTube below. Any questions, anything else you think might benefit you in your business, let us know. Otherwise, we'll you can... see you next time with whoever yeah. is next. I was just going to say they can listen to it on Spotify and Apple. Ah, that comes up. Guys, thanks for being here. We appreciate it. Bye. Bye. So thanks so much for listening. We really hope that you found this episode insightful, inspirational. And if you did enjoy that, then please consider subscribing to us wherever you get your podcasts, iTunes, Spotify. We're Think Wedding Business. We're also on YouTube and Instagram. So if you want to watch us, you can go over to YouTube and find us at Think Wedding Business and the same over on Instagram to keep up with all of our future episodes. We'd really love you to subscribe and join us on this journey. And if you do like this content, please consider giving us a five-star review. It just helps us get seen and helps spread the word. So thanks again for listening and we'll see you next time. Bye-bye.